0: This is Luke Walton Talks Lakers. I'm Jonathan Gilley, and joining us as always from our studio in Los Angeles, it's Luke. Coach Walton, what up, coach?
1: What's up is the Lakers are about to come back. Preseason oh, starts very soon.
0: So close, so close. That's Can't up. wait. Uh, Luke, we're going to be talking today about uh, uh, Rob Polinka's press conference this week. He, he talked a lot. Uh, we're going to be talking about who the Lakers signed with our 14th roster spot which is probably the last signing of, of the offseason uh anthony davis's wedding <laughs> mazel tov, my man uh the upcoming new clippers arena and some some uh bad blood that i think is kind of forming around that love it the you know now semi-annual lebron pre-training <laughs> camp las vegas mini camp uh and a lot more
1: love it i want to thank all of our followers for tuning in to these exciting exciting pre preseason <laughs> 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 points. Uh, please subscribe to our pod on the Apple Podcast app, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you're enjoying the pod, please share it with your friends. Throw us a comment on iTunes. All that stuff helps. Luke Walton Talks Lakers is also now part of the Basketball Podcast Network. So be sure to check out the other great shows on the network. And check us out on social media, at Luke Walton Laker on Twitter, and at Luke Walton Talks Lakers on Instagram.
0: Thank you, Luke. So, Luke, uh, before we get into our normal sort of kickoff in or out,
1: yeah, man. Uh,
0: you and I are recording this. Uh, it's Sunday, September twenty sixth. This will probably come out in the next day or two. Uh, but that means that it has been exactly one year since we won the twenty twenty NBA championship. If you can believe it or not, barely. Uh, so, I just want to. I want us to take a minute and reflect a little bit on that season and that championship. So, I just to kick us off one year later uh what is what does that championship mean to you today
1: that was quite a year in everybody's life and to see the team rally around each other and play for each other the way that they did the way that they won the way they dominated let's be frank that's exactly what we needed as laker fans yeah kobe's passing that hard year, just all the, all of us went through personally that, that championship is, is always going to be a special one because we were deprived of basketball. We were deprived (laughs) of life. And then for this like little glimpse, we had something to escape from an otherwise very difficult reality. Yeah. And our team pulled it out and played in a very special way. Uh, That was probably the best defensive Lakers team ever. It's up there, right? Yeah,
0: for I mean, for sure. If it's not the best, it is one of the best.
1: It, it it was a special way to win that way and win as a team and see guys sacrifice and see people like Dwight go from being like the town villain to the town hero. Yeah. A glue guy. Yeah. After all of that, there's just so much about that that all, I, I don't know. I just, I, I kind of feel like we didn't dwell on it enough because it was such a short off season and we didn't get our damn parade. I know. I want a parade, man. I know. Can we get well, a parade? We might. Is that, get is our, that weird? Do, like to just do one a year just later? Just do one now. Is that weird? Do we, we got to maybe if we win another championship, we can do double parade?
0: There you go. Do like one on the east side, one on the west extra, side. Extra big parade. I love it. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Um, just the whole ten.
0: <laughs> <laughs> just stadium. shut down Figueroa for a week.
1: Exactly. Just like do the do the parade on the LA Marathon route.
0: Dodger ah, Stadium
1: to the Santa Monica Pier and okay. just parade the whole way down. I like it. I'm here. Or
0: we could do it at the Forum in Inglewood.
1: <laughs> yes, <laughs> Jacob. What does that championship mean to you? Uh,
0: I, I think it's the most meaningful sporting event in my lifetime. For me, from for, for yeah. me personally, and I yep. think for all the reasons you said, right, the significance mm-hmm. of the year and mm-hmm. all of that. I think the the you know, tragedy of of Kobe and Gigi obviously hangs yeah. over it pretty large. I think that yep. even if we had not experienced a global pandemic in 2020, mm-hmm. uh, the significance of sort of losing Kobe and Gigi in that way yeah. and the team sort of like rallying together.
1: And, and AD hitting that shot and yelling and out AD Kobe, hitting that dude. shot and
0: all, all like I, I think that the, the, the Mamba yeah. sort yeah. of like, you know, Smoke that was around at all, uh-huh. uh, I think, would have made it probably the most significant championship for me. Yeah, but then you add on to it the, everything that happened with the pandemic, and and I think really why that makes it special is because I, I think that it almost wasn't mm-hmm. right. It, yeah, it, there's right. a very good chance that it 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 couldn't. It might not have happened. Everything had to go right. I think it's mm-hmm. a testament to like to like discipline and planning. And everybody coming together for a common goal during a hard period of time, right? Like every everybody had to follow the rules, yeah, right. In a league where we're, we're seeing today that that's that's not Except always a given. Lou
1: Williams, you know,
0: yeah. <laughs> I mean, ninety nine percent of them all followed the rules, okay. Um, so uh, yeah, I think that you know it was such a joy, obviously, to be able to have basketball back in yeah. in my life for yeah. those playoffs and to get to, to do with the Laker fans. I've always had this weird self-serving belief Mm -hmm. that uh, no team ever deserves to win a championship more than the Lakers do because we have the most fans. I like it. And so the Lakers winning a championship makes the greatest number of people happy. (laughs) And so if we're trying to optimize for like the most good, then the Lakers should always win. Now, Scott's the counter world. to that is it means that it makes the most people unhappy.
1: Right, because they're the most Laker haters.
0: But I'm not trying to optimize for least unhappy. I'm trying to optimize for most happy. I like it. It's imps. And there, so there you go. There's my justification for that. So I, I think like that the world really needed it is what I'm trying I to g- say. I agree that the world needed
1: it. I agree <laughs> that the world... Laker fans needed it more than any other damn team. And the, and I don't know, like the, the stuff that you're, it's always, every single championship is going to have haters in the same way that Giannis and, and the Bucks championships got haters. You win the damn NBA finals. doesn't matter what anybody said.
0: Yeah. I mean, the, like the way Zach Lowe always says it is like, it means you never have to say you're sorry. Yeah. Exactly. Right. But then to your point also like the, the, there were some really, really cool kind of personal stories. Yes. Dwight. White yes. one is obviously there. Him finally winning a championship. Getting Rondo
1: after all the hate, Rondo like emerging is this all playoff. That. Yeah. Yes. Oof.
0: Absolutely. Like those were cool things. A- Ad like
1: mm-hmm.
0: finally showing that he could get out of the first round and 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 guess what? People forgot. I know they, they've already forgotten. They
1: already forgot that Ad was that guy. I just want him to remind everybody because I you know, you've heard me on this pod like oh here he comes here and he, and he showed us those glimpses last year. I know. Even against the Suns before the playoffs. you Remember how he just
0: dominated them? Oh, after that game, I was like, this is over. Yeah. Like if we, I, I, hope, I hope we play them because exactly. we're going to destroy them. And then, and we would what? have if, we he had, if he had not missed games. Anyway, but at the
1: same yeah. time, getting there means you don't have to say sorry. So like things happen. This is the NBA stuff happens. I can't, I can't dig on the Suns because they were a damn good team. Anthony Davis is just that guy and people forgot already
0: but we haven't. And you and I were actually reminiscing about that shot a couple days ago because it was was a year ago, a few few days ago. And the thing that I had forgotten uh, was actually the pass from Rondo.
1: Yes. And it was such a
0: quintessential like like Rondo just being like a fuck kind of moment where he bounce passes it like under Jokic's arm Mm -hmm. and then just walks away under the basket.
1: Yes, yes.
0: Just like doesn't doesn't stand there and wait, doesn't try to box out, just nonchalantly wanders off, and it's just like, I know I know what's about to happen.
1: Yeah, and it's like, it, it was also sick that it was a bounce pass.
0: It, because, well, it it had to be. Right. I actually realized that it had to be because of what because of the way that that Jokic was positioned. Yeah. He literally bounced it under Jokic's outstretched arm. So sick. Oh, it was beautiful. It's so sick. It was so beautiful,
1: and like that—that's one thing that I think. Like I'm, I'm digressing a little bit, but talking about this current Lakers
0: roster, hell,
1: man, we got Rondo. He could be an inbounds passer.
0: Yeah, he for a key moment like that,
1: he might not play an entire game and be like,
0: <laughs> "Hey, yeah, hey, Doe, come in, pass in." It in. <laughs> Yeah, coming to pass this ball in. Right. Yeah,
1: that's value, man. For real. So
0: he's kind of like that dude in in on college bat. He could be like that guy in college basketball rosters who comes in just to foul people at the end. Exactly. Of the yeah, game. totally, totally.
1: <laughs> I mean, he, it's going to be interesting to see how many guys have got stuff in the tank. I feel the same way about Ariza. Like, man, if Ariza gives us what he was like three years ago, two years ago, ooh, mm-hmm. important player, switchable. Yeah. Yeah. Wing guy can hit threes if he plays like last season. Mm, yeah, twelfth yeah. man. <laughs> yeah, we got a lot of guys like we got that. a lot of potential. And Yeah, Ron- <laughs> we got a lot of eleventh, <laughs> but a lot of a lot of high ceiling guys too. So it's true. Yeah, but it, it's it's, it's fun. It's fun like thinking about that championship and having having guys returning like Dwight and Ronda. Like, you know,
0: it, there it, are more players on the 2019-2020 roster on this team. Than on the 2021 roster on this team.
1: I remember you texting me that, and that yeah. blew my mind,
0: which is really bizarre. That's the only really people returning, weird. the only people returning from last season are LeBron, Anthony Davis, and Talon Horton Tucker. Well, for
1: real? Yeah, that's, that's it. Those Donovan. three guys, dude.
0: That's and so this crazy. year we have those three who were on the 2019-20 championship roster plus yes. Howard and Rondo. Rondo. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's bizarre. <laughs> it's weird. It's very weird. It's almost like last season just like didn't happen. Yeah. It's kind of how it seems like the management, like front of front office and coaches are taking this. It's like, hey, last year, well, we're gonna didn't get happen. There. Yeah. We're
1: going to get there. We're going to talk about what Palenka and Vogel yeah. said because yeah. it seems like you were damn right. Yeah. yeah. It seems like there's a lot of like, eh, mea culpa. Yes. Still want to do the same thing, just not with it's those guys. It's only been a year
0: since we won a championship. It's <laughs> yeah, fine. Let's right, just forget right. about that. Um, all right, cool. So let's let's move on. Uh let's go into in or out. Um let's let's try to be quick with these, but I think there's okay. a couple that, that we're gonna want to hang on right, and, and right, talk right. a little bit. So bear with us everybody. Yes. Uh Luke, in or out, getting right to it. Vogel and Palinka confirmed just about everything we've been saying about THT a tht all offseason.
1: Boom. In uh, yeah. Stunning. hundred
0: percent. hundred percent.
1: Like, we'll, we'll, we'll bury the lead we'll talk about what they said yeah but man if you guys have been listening to the pod they basically said what we've been saying <laughs> yes yes
0: yes for for a couple dudes who are you know just like blowing air into microphones he felt pretty <laughs> validated yeah 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 uh there's a great line from one of my favorite shows yeah. called succession where this like one of the main characters who thinks he's smarter than he is he goes what even are words just like Complicated airflow. <laughs> <laughs> so for a couple of guys with some complicated airflow, we felt pretty, uh, pretty validated. Uh, Luke, In or Out? Anthony Davis's wedding had more media coverage than the Clippers arena announcement on the same day.
1: Barring one viral moment, I would agree. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. Also, In or Out? Uh, the wedding had the better guest list.
1: <laughs> yes, I agree. <laughs> and probably the better band.
0: Almost certainly. But Luke, here's the real question. Which event had more toilets?
1: (laughs) (laughs) I mean, the Clippers are all about complicated toilet flow.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I mean, I I don't know what they're planning on serving at their arena, but the need for them to have more toilets than any other arena in the country is... Strange to me, it's, but okay. It's stunning.
1: It's stunning. They're going to have a new version of the Dodger dog called the Clipper dog. And it's, it will only be chilly. There will be <laughs> no hot run, dog just it. run through you. Yeah. It's, it's just going to be chilly and bun.
0: <laughs> well, I mean, look, here's the thing. Like, when's the last time you were at a at a uh, sporting event where there was a line for like the toilet to make use of the toilet,
1: right? Not the urinal.
0: Not the urinal. And uh, and sometimes there's a line for the toilet to use in lieu of a urinal. Yes, yes. Right, right. But when's the last time there was like a line of dudes waiting to take a shit?
1: <laughs> it's gonna be a very special <laughs> environment. It just people are, be people better. Are, they're gonna be watching the Clippers and they're taking a dump on the floor and they're gonna be like, <laughs> you know, what, I'm inspired. Be like, oh,
0: I'm. I... <laughs>
1: Redefining the box seat.
0: Oh, okay. Oh, there you go. <laughs> A toilet for every box seat. <laughs> um, all right, Luke. We gotta keep clowning on him, in or out. When you want to get Angelinos pumped, book fits in the tantrums. <laughs> Honestly. Oh, here we go.
1: Honestly, I was I was like kind of okay with that band. Until well, an LA band. No, no. But then I saw that video. And it just like shattered them to me. I'm like, (laughs) I hate them now.
0: (laughs) Yeah, it was really bad. It was so bad. And then like I looked
1: into Fitz and his whole red carpet thing and all the stuff that he's got going on. I'm like, this guy is, uh, he's the definition
0: of the word chuggy. Oh, wow. He's He's going very Gen Z on us tonight.
1: He's Well, he's 50 and he looks every year of it, man. He really tries not to, which probably is the part that makes him an L.A.
0: band. Well, but, here, here's dude. the thing. Here's, here's the thing, okay? Here, here's, here's the point I want to make, okay? If the Lakers were announcing a new arena and they booked yes. a musical guest, who would it be?
1: Freaking like... Kendrick Lamar.
0: Yeah. No, here's who it would be. That's one of them. It would be Kendrick Lamar. It would be Snoop Dogg. It would be the Red Hot right. Chili Peppers. Yeah, totally. Yeah, for sure. Okay. For it, right. would, it would be like the sickest musical event mm-hmm. of the decade.
1: Bieber. Bieber would roll through and play that one with Kid Leroy. Yeah, yeah man.
0: It, and, and I'll, I'll tell you what, like Le- <laughs> LeBron would not be sitting on the sidelines, like arms crossed.
1: Oh no, totally he, he would be, he'd be lip syncing all the wrong lyrics. Yeah. <laughs>
0: It would be a sick. It would be a sick event. Okay, yeah. Taylor Swift might even be there. Yeah, she's be got for all batters. for all people. Right, right, right. right, right. So th- that was just phenomenal, and the fact that Le- LeBron like posted a bunch of crying <laughs> laughing emojis. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if you, guys, if you guys hating. haven't
1: seen this, if you, um, I'm sorry, this might be like a little too inside. If you guys haven't seen this, just look up what what, what would they look up. Fits in the tantrums. Paul George, Kawhi Leonard, or Clippers yeah, or something. Yeah. just like Google like some assortment yeah, of those it'll words, come up. and you will see. Paul George and Kawhi Leonard, literally being like, "You don't pay me enough to be at this event." Faces.
0: Kawhi being like, "I'm never gonna play in this arena. I don't know why I'm here." (laughs) Yeah, totally.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, it was something special, and yeah, I can't. I'll never be able to listen to their music the same way again. No. I never really liked them. They were just no. Kinda, I was never a like big a, fits in the tantrums no, but, guy. But, you know, they're kind of like wallpaper. And then now it's just like it's like it's perfect. That's a perfect exa- example. It's wallpaper that you don't really notice, or like or like hotel rug. Yeah, you don't really notice. And you look at, it, and you're like,
0: why does that keep repeating in that way? Why is this? Yeah, and now I can never not imagine them wearing Clipper jerseys. So I'm oh yeah, out. oh yeah,
1: that too. Double out.
0: So I'm out. Um. All right. Enough. Enough on the Clippers. Uh. Luke in or out. The missing ingredient last season was a pre-training camp, LeBron Invitational Vegas mini camp.
1: I need to expand that a little bit, but I think you're actually, <laughs> I think you're actually getting to the right point that I am completely okay. in on. The missing ingredients last season was chemistry because yes. they were not allowed to hang out. Yes, that yes. was a big deal. Yes. and the previous season had a lot of chemistry. This last season had zero, and now having this again, I do think. That's setting us up on the right foot and it shows most of the players. Yeah. I think all the players are vaccinated. I think the, play- the-,
0: the way that the way that Polinka phrased it mm-hmm. is hundred percent of players will be vaccinated on opening day. Mm-hmm. He actually the exact words were Will be deemed fully vaccinated on opening day, which leaves a little room for like, what is LeBron. deemed vaccinated? <laughs> mean? Leaves like, a little room for LeBron. Like, like deemed, deemed made me a little concerned. I was like, why couldn't you just say he will be? Deemed. Why did you have to say will be deemed? Are you just deeming it as such? Well, he's a lawyer, man. That's true. Although the NBA didn't deem Andrew Wiggins. Uh, religiously exempt. So I don't really know how we'd get around it. So I, I think I think that was maybe just like him f- fancy talking, but but the implication <laughs> is yes, hundred percent of the players are vaxxed. And and actually the, the key data point that suggested that LeBron wasn't yeah. was Dennis Schroeder saying LeBron and I are the only two players yes. who aren't. Yes. He actually then went on to correct himself and say, I actually I am the only player.
1: He got that text. He got, he got that Rich Paul text. You're making eight mil next season. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And LeBron never said no. All he said is like, it's a, it's like a family. Yeah, whatever. Matter. I don't, I, I honestly I'm don't care. I just think it's,
1: it. I just think it's funny to talk about like yeah. a clown on a little bit. I really yeah. don't care.
0: Yeah. Um. But no, you. I'll, I'll go ahead to one of my next ones, which is that, yeah. you know, aside from the obvious health and safety benefits, Yes. Uh, the best thing about this team being deemed 100% fully vaxxed (laughs) this season is that you and I won't have to talk about player vaccination statuses this season.
1: I like it. I'm in.
0: I'm very in on this. I would hate to be a Nets podcaster right
1: now. Oh, God. Oh, God. You went there.
0: I just don't want to have to deal with that.
1: (laughs) When I was doing my fantasy draft for football, um, I'm looking forward to fantasy basketball as well. Hopefully, you in? You in for a little fantasy basketball? Maybe. All right. Maybe you heard it here for it, folks. He's <laughs> he's maybe in on as basketball, but uh, like one of the you can like see like injury history and like vaccination status would be great. Oh. <laughs> like, I don't want the guys in
0: games. What if you drafted a team of entirely like unvaccinated?
1: Just roll with it, man. You yeah. just
0: never would win because they'd all be out, <laughs> right? Uh, no, so fantasy yeah, football I mean, wise, though, I think I've told you this, but yeah, uh, my entire team is exclusively Rams and Chargers players.
1: What what's what's your team name?
0: People the LA Raiders. <laughs> there you go. And I'm three and zero. <laughs> three and zero. <laughs> <laughs> which is hilarious.
1: You've already won this this week.
0: Oh, it, I'm up by like sixty, and the other oh, the other team well, only bad. has like. Well, dude, because like Cooper Cup and Mike mm-hmm. Williams are are mm-hmm. killing it. I know. It's you know, true. and, uh, and it doesn't tournament. matter which quarterback I pick. Like they're going to be great. So. No, I mean,
1: dude, Herbert looked awesome
0: I know. today. So I know it's great. Yeah. Uh, all right, Luke, um, this is a cool one, uh, maybe. maybe. Um, <laughs> maybe. In, in or out on the $100 million <laughs> global marketing partnership and jersey sponsorship with BBGo, uh, a Korean food group to replace Wish.
1: I'm in. I've eaten BBGo products before. Oh, nice.
0: I was wondering about this because I had never heard of them before. I like it. Okay, it's it's good like quick frozen kind of food. It's good. All right. So so my one of my issues with Wish is yeah. that Wish is just like a garbage <laughs> website. Yeah. Right. Right. Like literally it just sells you garbage. Like if you've ever purchased <laughs> products on it, they 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 break, they're not reliable and yes. it's this whole gamified thing where it's like do, do, like, do you want this plastic wine stopper? Buy it in the next thirty seconds, and you'll get it for a dollar. And you're like, "Oh shit, I should buy it." And, and then you end up with a bunch of garbage at your front door that you don't need, and, and it doesn't work particularly well. So it kind of bugged me that that's like who the Lakers were aligning themselves yeah, with—like yeah, yeah, this kind of kind of scammy feeling e-commerce website. Mm-hmm. So you. can you tell me about BBO? because I, I do not know about it. Yes, is that the actual brand name of the of the food products or of like yes. the restaurants?
1: I think there are, there might be restaurants. All I have eaten are their mini cooked, fully cooked mini wontons.
0: Okay. Okay. And that's the actual brand name.
1: Yeah. BB Go. All right.
0: Cause I wasn't clear on that. Cause they kept saying like BB Go Food Group, which led me to believe, I was thinking like, is, do they have they other brands imagine. underneath yeah, that umbrella or something? That or?
1: makes sense. Yeah. It seems like there's CJ Foods that owns BB Go. Okay. Okay. So I, I don't know anything about CJ Foods, but I will say, damn good. Pot sticker, dumpling kind of stuff. They they have soup dumplings now too, which is kind of cool. Cool. Um but yeah, like I, I think it's kind of fun. Like yeah. You know, K-town in in LA is awesome. Amazing food there and right by
0: Staples Center too, like pretty close.
1: Makes sense. And so I'm not sure if they have actual restaurants or not, but you know, if okay. they sponsor us, we can talk more about it. I was going to say
0: Bibigo, <laughs> we're right here. Hit us up. Um <laughs> Send me some dumplings, man. So look, I I'm in on this. Because it's a hundred million dollars. Yeah, Hell yeah! You just covered West Russell Westbrook's contract. Yeah, which, which you and I were saying we we were talking about when when these deals were being done, and there was all this talk about like, did Lakers have the money? Mm-hmm. We brought up that the jersey sponsorship deal was coming up, and that they were going to have a new one, and yes. we were saying like, expect it to be big. Yep. So here it is, hundred million bucks. So yep. good job, uh, Lakers business development team.
1: Totally, and I, honestly, I think it's a win-win because like. We would have never talked about BB Go. And I guarantee no. you, Laker fans are going to be cruising their, you know, frozen food section. Be like, I'll keep an eye out for it for sure. I ate some dumplings
0: tonight. Yeah, I'm down. You know. BB Go, send us some dumplings. We'll talk about them on air.
1: Yeah. <laughs> um, you can right. listen to a podcast where we eat. <laughs> where we
0: eat the, your dumplings. <laughs> <laughs> so, Luke. Oh. We- in or That's out?
1: That's terrible. <laughs> no one wants that in their ears. <laughs> like ah, ah, hot, hot, hot. Yeah. <laughs> all right. All right. Next one. Next one. Let's all right. Last
0: one. Luke, in or out on Lakers signing? Uh, yeah. Our two way guard, Austin Reeves, uh, yeah. to a, a new two year contract.
1: He's got, he's got a little bit of Caruso potential in him.
0: A little bit. Why did you say? Why do you say that, Luke? <laughs>
1: <laughs> he's <a> white dude. <laughs> <laughs> Plays defense pretty well. He's almost the exact same height and weight as Caruso.
0: <laughs> yeah. There,
1: there are a, there's the opposite of intangibles. <laughs> <There> are intangibles.
0: <laughs> Very tangible. <laughs>
1: Just wait till he loses his hair and then now we're like in this. He's like uh, he's well, like Saitama one.
0: Well, there's a, there's a chance we get another one cuz Mac McClung might might be another two-way guy. So Ooh, nice. Wait, yeah, did I get them switched up? On <laughs> on Russo
1: types. No, I think it was Austin Reeves that everybody was- No, no, was... he's
0: who you think he is.
1: Yeah, okay, cool, cool, cool. Yeah. yeah. I'm like, I'm not I'm not going to pretend like I know these guys super, super well. I no. did see him, I, I've seen him play in Oklahoma. He hit
0: the game winner in summer league. Was, mm-hmm. would, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, right, right, he's yeah. that guy. Cool, cool, cool. Yeah, um, no, I, I liked him. Everything I've seen of him, I've, I've really liked. I'll, obviously, these guys are, they're dev guys, so it'll be two, three yeah. years until they actually matter, but you never know, never know. Yeah
0: i'm in on this uh we'll, we'll talk a little bit more about him in a minute but i'm also i'm mostly in on it because he's just like a guy who's not going to expect anything love it yep and we have a yep. lot of guys i think who I are going to expect at least something <laughs> yes
1: and so. we need we need youth even if they're just practice squad guys yeah. that can hustle yes. and hit shots and stuff like we yeah. need that so yeah. Um, yeah i'm in i'm in I, I mean i and i love that we still have a roster spot which we'll we'll talk more uh later on in the pod
0: All right. So Luke, this episode is going to be a little bit of like a grab bag. There's a lot of kind of topics. We're going to start with some actual player roster basketball stuff. And then after the break, we're going to get into my kind of fun, random stuff because, because like we're going to start talking more basketball stuff as preseason actually starts and we get into the season and all that. Right. So, uh, I want to start with ThT because we had these these uh, you know these these quotes, these press conferences with Vogel and with Palinka, where they talked about ThT's role. Mm-hmm. So I want you to kind of share with the fans what was said, mm-hmm. which is align, which aligns with what we've been saying. And uh, from your coach's perspective, what do you think about it?
1: You don't normally hear coaches speak so directly unless they're actually talking to their players through the media. This is a Zen master thing. Phil yeah. Jackson.
0: And when they haven't even been asked about the player. There you go. Yeah. When they just bring up the player all on their own.
1: That's the key. So Vogel, if you guys didn't catch the clip, was on Spectrum Sportsnet talking with, um, Geter. Geter. Yeah. Chris Geeter, <laughs> And, uh, <laughs> and he was asked, like, is there anything else you want to talk about? And Vogel, Vogel was like, ah, THT. Yeah. And he l- literally was like, yeah, we, we've lost all of these guys defensively. And he, he named a bunch of them from mm-hmm. Grusso, uh, KCP, KCP. Yep. Wes Matthews, Schroeder, yep. guys that he really mm-hmm. liked on the on the perimeter specific, specifically. Yep. And, uh, and he, he's basically answered his own question that he asked himself. Who does he expect to be that? Talen Horton Tucker, baby. Yeah. He's almost 21. It's time to,
0: time to <laughs> put grow your big up. boy pants on.
1: Yeah, here we go. Lace <laughs> up, man. You're guarding Kawhi Leonard tonight.
0: Uh, he and, literally said we're going to ask him to guard the other team's best player he sometimes. Did.
1: He did. And and he put it in the context of which is the best way to do it of defense as a team activity. Just yes. like we've talked about on the pod how it's kind of like offensive line with a running back in the NFL everybody's got to be on the same page there has to be yeah somebody that's a superstar like anthony davis that's going to you know use that advantage yep. and 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 play multiple spots of the floor like he does on defense but you need everybody working together and taylen's got all of the the great you know physical attributes as well as his ability to have a nose for the ball and understand passing angles and have really long arms yeah. All those things really help him, especially if he's playing somebody that's a little bit more undersized or, or his same size because he's like, yep. what, six four. If he's playing somebody a similar size. He's going to have way longer arms than they do. Yes. And that just throws off the other player a little bit Yeah, just by nature of that. And so if he gets his in- instincts up and also if we use him in the right way, I actually think that he's a, he's a compelling on-ball defender in the same way that he's a compelling on-ball offensive player. Because his biggest weakness is help defense. He overhelps. Yes. And yes. he and he tries to get like steals and then he throws yes. the whole defense out of whack. But yes. if he's on the ball and he's he's dealing with a ball-dominant guy, that's a little bit less impactful. He just needs to not foul, be true to his man and force him the right direction and then yep. get a steal when he can. I, I think that's all totally in his wheelhouse.
0: 100%. And Vogel actually said what, what you have been saying all along. Mm-hmm. Which he essentially said, like we're not that worried about point of attack defense mm-hmm, because mm-hmm, mm-hmm. we know that we have guys behind them on our back line who can clean it up like he okay. he he said that like not word for word because I don't remember the exact words, but yeah. that that was that was the intention of, of Wait, what he was which, saying, which is why I'm
1: like, why why do people think the Lakers aren't going to be a top ten defense? Yeah, come I, on,
0: yeah, it, it doesn't make any sense to me why they would think that, uh, except that they're just haters. But to your point, the thing with Talon is his defense has never been. An on-ball issue, really. He maybe gets a little foully sometimes.
1: Yeah, I mean, um, he, it, but like we're we're dealing with this
0: eighteen and nineteen-year-old like yeah. season, you know. But but you're right. It's it's the help stuff. It's <laughs> when it's when he's on the weak side
1: and yeah, he, he hedges too hard. Or, yeah, exactly. You and bite then the a little the, bit too much. Yeah. the guy
0: backdoors him, and uh-huh. there he is standing in no man's land, yeah. right between like the passer on the perimeter and like right. the big who cut baseline, and he right. he should have stayed true to the to the guy in the corner, and he didn't. Right? Like, yes.
1: Yes. Exactly. That, stuff, that's that's simple, the thing he's got to fix. Like if he can just totally. fix
0: that motion, yeah. Like that like that yeah. scenario.
1: Right. That that's easier said than done, but you can put I him know. into uh, to opportunities where he can succeed. And one of the things that I think he will give us the most is in a switching lineup,
0: mm. because we we have. We well, because he wants to switch, his like yeah, his, exactly. his inclination his is to switch. Sure. And it's he's, actually he's when very... he's not supposed to that it that it trips him up.
1: But he's a switchable guy. Yes, because he, he can actually, he's you know, he, he can and he can he's strong. He can hold up for a little he bit against fit. a big. He, he does look like fit. He does like look fit. Now. He
0: looked like he leaned out a lot. Isn't
1: that awesome? That that's like I I feel like that's got to be something that you know Palenka and and Co have got and Rambus and stuff have got to be seeing. Like, dude, this kid's working. He's yeah. working hard. Yeah. I and I, I really believe that the magic of the Lakers will be in our switching lineup. Russell Westbrook is a switchable guard. LeBron and Anthony Davis are the two most switchable players I could possibly think of. Mm-hmm. Talon's important here. Potentially, Aries is important. Potentially, Baysmore is important. Yeah. We don't have a ton of depth, though. Who else? Who else we have beyond that? That's like, oh yeah, you could be switched onto Jokic for a minute or for like a second and a half.
0: You uh, know, no, that's kind. of, I mean, there's not well, a lot there. No, no, it's, I, I, it's I,
1: I, like 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 Dwight obviously could, but like he, if Dwight's that would, out be, on his, the perimeter, that would be his assignment. Like, shoot, his. man, yeah, exactly. His switching, like I could, I I I believe that if you put Talon or Russell Westbrook on Jokic for a little bit of time, they'd be able to contain enough for help to come. Yeah. And that's all we really so. ask
0: for. I think so.
1: If you're asking like Kendrick Nunn <laughs> to <laughs> no, do that. And or, you're also you know. not
0: asking them to do it for long stretches no, no, of the no, no. game. It would be no, in, in it, fits and In
1: burst. In yeah. burst. And so that that's I think where THT could be that linchpin. Yeah. Those switching lineups. Cause he could help us also get those those turnovers too. So uh, sure. fingers crossed, man. If he's the X Factor here and Vogel made so. it clear. He made it obvious. They man. threw the
0: gauntlet. He said he's been that's, challenged. Yeah. He yep. said word for word yep. he has been challenged. He
1: did. He did indeed. And that's exactly you know, what we wanted to hear, man. That
0: was exactly. And Palenka said the same thing. And Palenka had a lot mm-hmm. of optimism about both his defense and uh his improved outside shot.
1: If both of those things happen,
0: oh.
1: it's a totally different team. Totally book it. different team. Book it.
0: Just like well, book your book your trip to Staples Center for the finals now if THT is yeah. actually. Like a plus defender and oh. has a serviceable outside shot.
1: I, I, pe- people, people will make fun of us because, like, they you know they they're hearing this on NBA Twitter. Not 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 everybody, but some people are really bullish on THD, and obviously yeah. we are too.
0: Y'all see? Just watch, yeah. You'll just see. watch. Don't believe yeah. us. Just watch. Yeah. Um. While we're talking physiques, uh, <laughs> weird. Uh, AD awesome. looks like a monster <laughs> there's some pictures that service of him maybe he was just getting in shape for his wedding getting In
1: shape for the wedding i love it yeah. that's perfect that's that's a great off-season uh, but
0: he he looks big like he look he looks like lean but very yeah. strong what's it's um,
1: funny it's funny in comparison to the only picture really that i saw of him last off-season when he was super baked
0: yeah yes <laughs> like, well the only no pictures hate, of like, himself that he ever posts are like him like with his gaming headset on like <laughs> or him like angry after like the packers lose or something like that that's the extent of the pictures he posts of himself you don't get a lot of like
1: mm-hmm. you know
0: him working out or anything like that um but but to the to the contrary yeah. uh polinka was talking about how mm-hmm. lebron james has slimmed down mm-hmm. and uh jovan Buha at the athletic uh, mm-hmm. dubbed him the slim king
1: <laughs> slim king
0: <laughs> but this is a this is sort of a trend for him basically yeah. ever since mm-hmm. uh, ever since his basically ever since he left Miami he's been getting mm-hmm. lighter and lighter and lighter mm-hmm. or or mm-hmm. at least like like more lean yeah um, okay. a, as he gets older right just trying to like keep his body yeah and makes sense the in, I think what Palenka was saying is that we expect this to help his uh, not only endurance but like his kind mm-hmm. of explosiveness that makes sense of course this season
1: and, it, and it's got to help having
0: an actual full off many,
1: season to prepare that and, and bigs, you know, yeah. he's not going to yeah. be expected to play the five.
0: No, not a lot. He might <sighs> in, a lot in, yeah. in moments.
1: He's the best small ball five in the league. But I think for that reason, people aren't going to put Marcus Morris at Well, the that's five, what I was going to
0: say. He'll know? only be asked to play five against Marcus Morris.
1: Yeah. Which is there a losing recipe like for Marcus oh, Morris.
0: Terrible. So, I don't think it's going to happen much.
1: No, because the other the coach, you know, Ty is going to be like, yeah, yeah, right. We want to invite that.
0: <laughs> yeah, I know better than that. <laughs>
1: yeah, the yeah. only the only big big quote unquote is the point of attack defender on LeBron James. Yeah, that's not going to work well. Yeah, no way. We're going to have That'll murdered players on the court. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah. Um. All right. So uh, next up, I want to talk a little about Austin Reeves. Yeah. I just want to. Like, hit,
1: me, hit me with some stuff because I, I don't know a ton, I, I, and I feel like a lot of Laker fans yeah. might not even know this guy's name. So let's. So let's, I let's think that it.
0: this will really engender a lot of good feelings uh, for Laker fans when they hear this. This has been cool. reported before, cool. um, but he was reportedly telling teams not to draft him in the second round uh, because he wanted to sign uh, like a, a summer league contract with the Lakers and wow. try to get a two way contract. Wow. Because he had come and done a private workout and and mm-hmm. he knew we were interested in him.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So the the story is that he was he he basically said, don't draft me. I want to go undrafted so that I can sign with the Lakers. And so to go from that to getting a two-way contract yes. to then getting that two-way contract converted to a two-year contract, the yeah. second year is a team option, but whatever, mm-hmm, it's a two-year contract. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I mean, big win for him in terms of betting on himself. <laughs> yeah. But also like way to like, you know, engender yourself with the fan base, my man. Like, we totally. all want you to win now. We're all cheering for totally. you because you picked us. Yes. That's sick.
1: Yeah. That, I want to jump in with one other thing that I... Okay. You know, with with Kobe's contract, people were hating on the Lakers. Like, oh, be like the Celtics and trade away Paul Pierce or yeah. Kevin Garnett at yeah. the end yeah. of their career and get something for him. We're like, no, we're going to pay this guy. Yeah. He, he's, he's earned way more money than we've paid him. Yeah. He's going to go out in style, goes out in style. And now every superstar in the league knows Lakers take care of their guy. Yep. I really think something similar just happened with Caruso. You and see, THD. And THD. That's a great example. Yeah. But yeah. I want to focus on Caruso specifically because he goes,
0: he, he was on, he, we picked him up. Undrafted. Yeah. G League guy. Yeah
1: works his way up, gets on the team, and then he's starting the NBA Finals. Yeah. And then he goes and he gets a fat contract from the Bulls. Yeah.
0: It's a huge win. Well, yeah. uh, I think I think uh, I remember reading something about Reeves, specifically citing Caruso. Cool. As one of the reasons why he wanted to sign with the Lakers. Cool.
1: I, that's like a cultural, you know, recruiting thing. Yeah. Um, I'm like in the same way that, you know, college football teams or, or even college basketball teams too you know, like a Kentucky or in football, like Alabama or USC. <laughs> you know, you, you can go to these teams. Uh, I, I feel a little bad about USC football right now, but like, that's not the point. You can they'll go to back. these teams and yeah, they'll be back. Hell oh, yeah. yeah. Um, and, and you'll know, like, I've got a shot. I got a shot at, at something. And now to go to the Lakers and feel like you have a shot at becoming a starting NBA finals player <laughs> as an undrafted
0: guy. But At least that's the ceiling, but they'll let it happen if you're good enough. Well, the,
1: most teams won't, uh, man. No, most teams no. will be like, yeah, but also, you're the when pitch. you
0: when you trade away all your first round picks forever, right? You've got to hit on some of these. True? You really have to, right? True, and very so true. So, I yeah. I think they're doing a good job. And so wait, look, I think
1: there's more than 60 good players every year.
0: Yeah, of course.
1: You know, it's just for the most and, of the And some season- of the
0: guys who get signed yeah. are not necessarily true. one of the 60 best players out there.
1: Absolutely. So there is room and I, I feel like it's almost kind of a little bit of a tragedy of the league before the last few years, those guys would just go to Europe or, you know, they'd never really get NBA development and see what they could be.
0: Yeah, for sure. It's cool.
1: I'm I'm stoked for Austin Reeves.
0: Me too. So I think, you know what in summer league, I think we saw actually like pretty good shot creation is summer league, but I think, Mm -hmm. you know, that was kind of a high point for me. He had that fun game winner. Um, but like I mentioned, like, I don't really think he's going to play. Mm-hmm. Look, if you can defend, Vogel will play you. Yeah. So if sure. he can prove in whatever small minutes he gets that he can be a serviceable defender, yep. then yeah, he'll get a couple minutes here or there. But in yeah. reality, I, I actually think he'll be riding the pine, yeah. you know, 90% of the time.
1: But he gets to learn from guys like Rondo and yeah. LeBron and mean, <laughs>
0: Yeah. So...
1: He's got potential, man. Yeah,
0: I know, I know. It's, he basically gets to be on, like, the the 2012 Olympic roster. Right. Just like AD? Just like AD, exactly. So um,
1: Austin Reeves, the next Anthony Davis. <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, the other thing I just want to mention, because we're talking about guys we don't really know that well, is yeah. um, some of the other kind of two-way yeah, yeah, yeah. or summer league guys. So um, – uh, Joel Ayayi is our other two-way guy mm-hmm. um, and so now that Reeves is on a full deal mm-hmm. um, it means we actually have an, uh, another two-way contract available. Nice. Uh, to That's hand cool. out.
1: Yeah. Um, Without taking and, a roster spot.
0: Yes. And the expectation what Vogel said is that they expect to only have 14 on the roster going into the season because they want the extra spot for tax reasons meaning they don't want to have to pay tax for a 15th guy mm-hmm. but also it leaves a spot open for for buyout signings yep. if there's yep. something like that. Exactly. Yeah. Um, but two other fellow rookies uh, who are were, who were on our summer league squad, uh, Mac McClung and Sean D. Brown Jr., uh, have been invited to training camp. So it seems like there's a, at least a chance that there'll be some competition between those two guys for um, yeah. one of those two-way, two-way contracts. And, and it's
1: fun that they actually can compete for something rather than just be like, well, everything's locked up before training yeah. camp. So oh, 100%. Cool.
0: Yeah. I also, I got to say, mm-hmm. you know, the alternative to Austin Reeves mm-hmm. seemed to be like, James Ennis or mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um uh uh Mont- Monta Ellis yeah no <laughs> again like I, I like nothing against those guys but I just think with the roster we have we need someone who's gonna be really cool just sitting on the bench
1: totally and, and, and like we we're and saying, very excited practice. any chance
0: yeah. he gets to play you know
1: and it's somebody somebody like there's something about anybody that's taught in any capacity even if you're just like at work like teaching a you know, somebody like a new hire or something like that. It it gives you a little bit more, you know, wind under your sails. Like yeah. you, you get you got something that you're like, you're like trying to show somebody new how to yeah. do it.
0: Yeah, and you by have a doing reason that, to keep doing all the basics the right yeah, way way. Because you feel stuff. a sense of responsibility for yeah, teaching someone the ropes.
1: Right, you don't want to like have a new player in the NBA and like show them all the wrong ways to yeah. go and then they flame out and then you're responsible. So I think that's a important yeah. Part of the like the locker room balance, you know? Like
0: like maybe what we did to Jordan Clarkson. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
1: a little bit, a little bit. But he, man, he got paid. He, him, it
0: worked so. out for him. He's fine.
1: Um, <laughs> he might not win much, but he got paid.
0: He did, he did. Uh, all right, so a couple more things here.
1: Um, Sorry, he was on the number one team, like, but
0: still. Yeah, number one go, team. They're not going hey. anywhere. Like, He's it? the Utah Jazz. Come <laughs> on. They're really the number one team. <laughs> No, um, <laughs> nope. no, no. Uh, all right. So I want to talk about this. I want to talk about starting shooting guard really quick. We've talked about this already a bit,
1: man. I have no idea.
0: But Trevor Lane of Laker Nation posted a poll on his Twitter this week asking who the Lakers starting shooting guard should be. Okay. The options he gave were Wayne Ellington, Kent Bazemore, Talon Horton Tucker, and Malik Monk. After more than 8,000 responses. All right. It seems like a decent sample size yeah, of fans. Yeah, right, right. Some power the line. winner with 32% of the vote was Malik Monk. What? Yeah. Like, fans, what are you thinking?
1: Did, like, was it... Did everybody want to draft him? Maybe that's part of it? Like, because we were like... We were active in the that time of the draft. and Maybe... I, 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 I can't
0: explain I don't, that. No, why, no, why I, don't, I can't explain it. So he he got 32% of the vote. Huh. Uh, Wayne Ellington was second. Maybe he, he, he thought was, he was KCP. It was, it was close. It was like What's Monk up?
1: Pope. Monk Pope. Maybe <laughs> you get a <all> little confused.
0: <laughs> Look, Catholic. vibe <laughs> rolling, <laughs> running through there. Um, I think it's a lot of people wanting to think that they're like hoops heads who are like, ah, everyone thinks this, but I know that the real hooper in the group is Malik Monk, but they're wrong. Um, <laughs> Ellington was second. Uh, mm-hmm. Thankfully, you know, yeah. th- I think that's probably the right answer here. Yeah, I think so. Uh, Thirty point nine percent. Taylor Horton Tucker was third with twenty two point four percent. But the mm-hmm. real surprise to me was Bazemore. Bazemore was last with fourteen point seven percent. Yeah, uh, people need to go watch Bazemore the last couple yes. seasons.
1: Well, didn't they? Um, didn't they see him in the the play in game? He was I, hooping, appar- man.
0: Apparently not. It, it is not in, unconce- inconceivable. That he will be our best two way player this season, or at least our best two way guard this
1: season. I would say out of that that list, I think he is the most likely to
0: start. Oh, out of that list, he is a hundred percent the best two way player yeah, of those four guys. I think but I'm saying of our entire start, roster, but yeah, like, right, right. reason yeah. included, like yeah, yeah, yeah. Aside from, from aside our big
1: stars, of course, yeah, yeah,
0: right, yeah. Aside right. from our stars, like he, he's our best two way guy. Like, and it's not close. So this really blew my mind. He <laughs> totally. Because, to me, Ellington is the choice, especially uh-huh. if, like you said last time, we're starting DeAndre Jordan at center. Yes, that's right? important Because you, you need his space and you need his shooting. Exactly. Even in that case, though, you can still Howard. make an argument D- D- like, for Bazemore. Make
1: Like, regardless, DeAndre or Dwight Howard, I was thinking about that same yeah, yeah, yeah. premise. Yeah.
0: yeah, if you're starting Extra a traditional big. center, Ellington yep. is absolutely the guy. Yeah. Even if you are starting a traditional center, or if you're not... There's still a, a I think a very strong argument for Baysmore. Mm-hmm. To me, I, I just at THT I think that's people wanting to root for our boy, so that's cool. But but yeah, the monk one really surprised me. It's not that I'm not excited for Malik mm-hmm. Monk. I mm-hmm. I'm excited for his shooting and but he also only has like real one good season under his belt.
1: Totally. Totally. He's got he has upside though. But there's a But chance then why starter? And, Let him I know, prove I know. it off the bench. I agree. I agree. I agree.
0: So, Laker fans, I think you're just getting like a little antsy here. Just, just yeah. chill out.
1: I mean, who knows what the ending starting group will be,
0: for sure. But today, to ask to answer the question, like, it Monk's is not. not Monk. The,
1: he's not. He's not even in the.
0: He might not even be in the like eight or nine man rotation. I know he's not today. Pro- no, today he's probably not. So I that know. one was weird. Yeah. Um. All right. Last thing. Last yeah. thing. Yeah. I don't want to hang too much on this. Okay. But there, there are some rumors. I have caught some, some rumors about ad starting at center at the five Mm. so apparently rich paul was telling people this like apparently he was out in the offseason telling people anthony davis is going to be starting at center for the lakers this season
1: okay okay
0: so that seems like a pretty reliable source yes
1: yeah um shadow gm
0: (laughs) but but yeah but (laughs) the actual gm <laughs> went out and talked about how much he wants to have a too big look again, which That is very true. Again, kind of leads back to, that to was, what that you've was been predicting, which is yeah. that they're gonna start one of their traditional centers. Yeah. yeah. Um Vogel was really adamant when asked about it that like they have not set lineups yeah. and that they're gonna mm-hmm. wait to camp to do that. Mm-hmm. I'm sure he in his mind like you know, has a sense or has a has like a, a,
1: a gut a feeling bias of
0: it'll be of some yeah. kind. Right, right, right. Um but anyways, I just thought that was interesting. The Rich Paul noise was new. Yeah. So, I don't is think this new. matter is, is settled. I just want to say, I don't no, think so this matter is settled. I want
1: to throw something out both at you and all, at all Laker fans listening. Just something to chew on. If
0: BB Deandre- Go? What? Chew on BB Go?
1: Oh, yeah, yeah. Some soup dumplings. Mm. <laughs> if DeAndre Jordan or Dwight Howard does not start, when do they play? When when do they actually crack the rotation? Because I feel like if they don't start, one of those two will likely not even play in the game. Because the starters, like like the JaVel McGee role is like first and third quarter beginning. That's it. Two-shift player. That's it. Yeah. Where no, I think it, that one of them play? probably
0: wouldn't play. Yeah, right. Yeah. Right? I think that DeAndre Jordan probably wouldn't play. Yeah.
1: Uh, do you think he signs with the Lakers? If he's not gonna play.
0: Uh he like
1: signed immediately. The second he was bought up
0: Lakers. I think he thinks he's Kay. gonna play. Okay. And I think he was told he'll be given a chance to play. Okay. Yeah, which I I think is fair and honest. But I hope we didn't promise him anything.
1: Yeah, I hope so too. I think we, we, we learned. I hope we learned our lesson from yeah, last I, year. I think
0: I think we have. Yeah. Um and and you know, he could end up proving that he's the better second. Center than right, that's true. I I personally don't think that's going to be the case, but he could, but no, I I think to your, I think that they would like they would come in against bench lineups, basically. Yeah, but like why benches are usually faster late first, early second, right? And then we got third, we have, and that would be it. We have, we have room for one
1: center for that. I know, maybe they could split it, but it's just like starter units like uh, initial starter units are usually a little bit slower a little bit more vet heavy and a little bit bigger
0: well do you want to know my actual yeah believe i do That's what i we're don't here think we're going to have a solidified five man starting lineup for the entire season wow
1: i i kind of i can see that i think That'd that we're going to flex I it
0: i think that yeah. when we play a team okay okay like denver or like mm-hmm. the sixers mm-hmm. i think we're going to start a traditional center against them cool but I think there are going to be other teams where sense. we start Davis. I also think I, that, I
1: would like that. I, th- I think that would be my what I'd favor.
0: Yeah, it's a cool take because I think they want to get some minutes with those lineups. Yes, against like starters. Yes,
1: absolutely. Valuable. Um,
0: but Good I also data. think that the again, I think that the Ellington, baysmore mm-hmm. mm-hmm. and like maybe Ariza.
1: Yeah. You know. Yeah.
0: Three headed monster. Like I, I think that that there's going to be some changeover amongst those guys in the starting lineup. Good point. good point. Again, based on what happens with the center and whether or not Anthony Davis is starting or one of the other centers is starting at the center. Of course, Anthony Davis is going to start. But yes, yeah, yes.
1: And that, that's a good point too because those guys are all making basically the same money. They're all vet men guys.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah. Okay. So like, I, I really think that where the team puts their money is a good indicator of who's going to play naturally. We're gonna see more Tht. We're gonna see more Kendrick Nunn. Yeah, straight up. Simple and a, as that. Lot <laughs> yeah. <laughs> a lot of
0: Russell Westbrook during the regular season. A lot of Russell
1: Westbrook. And uh, LeBron is slimming up because he's off ball, baby.
0: <laughs> yeah, hell yeah.
1: <laughs> it's gonna be weird.
0: It's gonna it's be good. so, it is, but it's gonna be good. It's
1: such a weird season of LeBron off ball. Watch, watch. He's gonna be. I. I this is my this is my take before we go to break. LeBron is going to be an eight three pointer a game
0: player. That's either gonna that's gonna be like feast or famine. <laughs> I know. There are gonna be some games where we're just <laughs> unbeatable because of that, <laughs> and there are gonna be some games where that really costs us. <laughs> All right, with that, we're gonna take a quick break. When we come back, we're gonna be talking about the Clippers' new arena announcement shenanigans, uh, a little more about Ad's wedding. Uh, and a few other fun grab bag topics. So we'll be right back.
1: Week three of football is in the books, and now it's time to review the tape and get ready for week four with DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. To kick off another action-packed week, DraftKings is giving new customers $150 instantly when they bet $1 on any football game. Listen up because you don't want to miss this. Head over to the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and place a bet of $1 on any game this week. And you'll be able to get $150 in free bets instantly. If Sportsbook is not yet available in your state, DraftKings still has huge cash prizes up for grabs all season long with their daily fantasy contests. DraftKings is giving new customers a free shot at millions of dollars in total prizes with their first deposit. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code TBPN to receive $150 in free bets when you place a $1 bet on any football game. That's promo code TBPN this week at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Must be 21 or older, New Jersey, Indiana, or Pennsylvania only, new customers only. Minimum $5 deposit and $1 wager required. One per customer. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Or if you're in Indiana, 1-800-9-WITH-IT.
0: All right, Luke, we're back. So let's jump back into some less basketball-centric grab bag topics. Yes. Uh, this is kind of for us just because these are fun things we like to talk about. Frankly, we used to talk about more of this stuff when the team was bad. Um, I, I kind of so, like it. I, I kind of miss get, some I of this get, yeah, stuff. Not, so no. some of the, some of the. Well, like, also like the Magic GMZ era stuff.
1: was like there was so much shenanigans. Oh yeah, it's kind of fun though. You
0: noticed uh, Magic and Braun were back together at the Charger game uh, last yes. week. Yes, they've re, re, you know, worked it out. They worked it out. They have worked cool it out again.
1: Totally. Um, from one future sports owner to yeah. a current sports owner. Current,
0: yeah. From from one you know sports owner to another. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um all right, so we've got a couple things. Where do you want to start? Uh we've got the Clipper stuff, 80 stuff, Vegas.
1: I, I want to talk I want to talk 80 stuff. Okay. Cuz I want to contrast that with the Clipper stuff.
0: Okay. <laughs> what do you want to say about about 80s nuptials?
1: Um I I thought it was funny uh <laughs> So 80's a very private guy. It wasn't yes. like a like a televised on E exclamation mark channel no um event. I thought it was funny the people that were leaking stuff about it. That was that was something that I found particularly interesting, <laughs> yeah. like the
0: sources that were coming. Like out. Adele. <laughs> Adele was at his wedding because she's dating Rich Paul. <laughs> 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 Further proving my point that his wedding had the better guest list. <laughs> yeah, yeah, totally yeah yeah uh, john it'd calipari be, uh, <laughs> posted that, photos
1: that was the first that was the first photo that i saw was from calipari
0: yeah well and <laughs> lebron posted like him in his car with russell westbrook going <laughs> to the wedding to which i was like y'all are both married where are your wives <laughs> both of their wives were also at the wedding but i was like you guys like Roll drove with separate
1: wives. with maybe they with got you. like tailored suits like right before the wedding or something yeah together. I
0: don't this is something that you and i would do that our wives would like hate us for oh yeah like, totally luke and i were driving to the wedding together you guys <laughs>
1: can <laughs> we'll see you there yeah <laughs> <laughs> we got some errands to run yeah yes. we just go get fucked up at a brewery beforehand <laughs> yeah yeah no I, I i just thought it was funny it was like it was just funny to see the uh like the the web of information that was kind of, you know, ultimately disseminating on Lakers fans and being like, oh, that came from here. It's like, what?
0: Yeah.
1: Adele KCP, is a perfect KCP example.
0: KCP was there. Dudley was there.
1: Which that that makes me really, I don't know. That makes me feel good about the team and the chemistry and stuff.
0: Yeah. Well, KCP's a clutch guy. Yeah, he's a clutch guy. Trez was not invited. It came out later. Yeah. I mean. But I don't think he and AD are close.
1: Again, speaking to the last season, like we were talking about that mini minicamp. Yeah. It might have been the difference. I don't yeah. think it would have been. No, Trez's is, Trez is The injuries were
0: ultimately the real problem.
1: Yes. Yeah. Yes, the injuries. Uh, Laker they film could room. have
0: overcome the culture stuff or the yeah. chemistry stuff yeah. had AD and LeBron been healthy. I 100% yes. believe yes. that.
1: Pete from Laker Film Room put it in a good way. He said it was like, it's like a cake. You don't quite have long enough to bake it. Mm. And you just got like, to take it out of the oven because it's playoff time,
0: right? But then the icing melts and right, it's the fondant doesn't stay and
1: yeah, and then and then you have yeah. to like, Trez can't even be on the cake anymore.
0: <laughs> he slides off. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> He's a
1: chunk of cake. <laughs> that, like as you're putting it up to the Great British Bake Bake like, Off like judging table, it just yeah, off it goes.
0: So, what I want to say about the wedding is first of all yeah. congratulations, Anthony Davis. Yeah. Absolutely. That's awesome.
1: I'll be right behind you, man.
0: Very happy for him. Um, but I also think, to your point, he—you know, AD is actually a, a pretty private guy on social media and stuff like that. Um, Luke, you're in the process of planning a wedding right now. Yeah. It takes some time. True. It takes some effort.
1: Where are you going with this?
0: Where I'm going with this is a lot of people have been talking about that that we haven't seen A.D. this off season. A.D. been? All right. Is he not cool with LeBron and Russell Westbrook?
1: Yeah, that's some weak takes.
0: Throw all that out. The dude was planning a wedding. Yeah. And both of those guys were invited and were there dancing and living it up and celebrating with them. Right. You got to remember these dudes are humans with like other priorities that they care about. Do you all hang out with your coworkers on the weekends? No, (laughs) no. At least not for the last nearly two years. <laughs> yeah. Also, my my man AD went did go back to back with rings. Just,
1: just different rings.
0: Just different rings. Right. But, uh, yeah. So, anyways, that's all I want to say about that. Was yeah. I think it kind of settles some of that noise, some of yeah, that um, very yes. kind of cringy Skip Baylessy noise about yeah, like, are they even friends anymore?
1: Man, y'all, it's time to block him. I know. Just mute it on Twitter and just not, stop engaging. Stop just,
0: retweeting it. None of it.
1: It's yeah. not worth, it's not worth disagreeing with. It's worth ignoring. Yeah. Do that with more things in your life. Yeah. There's one bit of advice I can give to my my friends that are listening. Just stop engaging
0: with, with the people you don't like. Yeah. Trolls or anything.
1: Yeah. Anything you don't like, don't tell them you don't like it. Just be silent and block their ass.
0: Or at least don't amplify
1: it. But anytime you do anything on the internet, and it amplifies it. Yeah. Just stop touching
0: the things yeah. that are bad. Yeah.
1: And they'll I go agree. away like I Skip agree. Bayless. I agree.
0: Um. All right. Can we talk Clippers yeah. and the new arena? Yes, we can. Because I want to I talk about some things here. But what would you like to say about it? I want to give you some space so that then I can, you know, kind of. Monologue for a second. No,
1: no, I'm, I'm going to be quick. I'm okay. gonna be quick. Steve Ballmer is the type of president or CEO that makes the other guy look good. <laughs> Whoever he sells the team to with this arena is going to look really good. It's not gonna, it's not gonna work under Steve Ballmer. And that's basically all I have to say.
0: Okay, you know, you and I actually are, are on a similar point here. So here's yeah, here's here's what I want to say. I want to talk yeah. about the 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 Clippers in general. Okay. 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 I want to go on the record here. I like, it. I like it. I don't care about the Clippers at all. Love it. I really don't. Yes. I don't care if they're good. I don't care if they're bad. I don't want them to win NBA championships in the same way that I don't want any other team except the Lakers to win NBA championships. Love it. Okay. Yes. And yeah, there is a little bit of like. Sp- sp- special spice there because they're also in los angeles mm-hmm. but i really don't don't care about them
1: mm-hmm.
0: they've been good for a while now it's not this isn't like a new thing anymore we, we don't need to act like this is a new thing anymore like they've they've now had two iterations actually kind of three iterations of this team yeah. to be honest right. one right. of them was only for a season
1: mm-hmm.
0: but they've kind of had like three iterations of this team now that are all like good nba teams yes that's fine I have no problem with people in LA being Clipper fans. I just know that there's not a lot of them, (laughs) but also I'm from Southern California. I've lived in Los Angeles. I understand the dynamics of the Los Angeles sports market, Mm -hmm. which is that except for hockey, it's a two team market Mm -hmm. in in everything Mm -hmm. in college basketball in college football in professional football. Once again, it used to be, and now it is again, Mm -hmm. Uh, in in baseballs, even though the Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim, in my opinion, aren't an LA team, but they mm-hmm. are trying to be.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Even in in soccer now, we've got yeah. two teams, right? So I'm not sitting here being like, only the Lakers can be the only like the only the Lakers can be a professional basketball team in Los Angeles. Okay, like mm-hmm. it's fine. I don't I don't care. LA is a huge place, right? It's a huge yep. TV market, yeah. right? I don't care about the Clippers. But the reason that I get fired up about it is because Balmer keeps putting our name in his mouth. I know, I know. And maybe the media is egging him on to do this, but stop talking about us. Yeah. Like you have such like little brother syndrome about it. Yes. Where it's like, why when you're talking about your own organization, do you keep having to frame it relative to the Lakers? Yes. Right? I once was doing uh, business school tours back before I decided not to go to business school. <laughs> but I did a tour at Harvard and then the next day I did a tour at Yale. And the tour at Harvard was amazing and they told me all about Harvard and the tour at Yale was good, but all they did was talk about Harvard. Mm-hmm. And it left like a really sour taste in my mouth. I was like, hey, why, why is everything you tell me about your school have to be in relationship to this other school? Uh huh. Okay. And it's because there's like a little bit of an inferiority complex yeah. b- between their programs, right? Yes. And the same thing is taking place here. Yes. So my my issue is actually not the Clippers. It is Steve Ballmer. Okay. Right. Yeah. Is that like, I know he's not going to move the team. He was never going to move the team. The money mm-hmm. in Los Angeles is too good, right? That the opportunity right. for TV deals is too good. Right. Okay. And as a rich sports owner, the way to maintain that wealth and grow it is to build your own stadium. Yes. Or your own yes. arena mm-hmm. so that you can write off the depreciation for it and, and all that good stuff to not have to pay any taxes. <laughs> which which, which people don't realize
1: that's the whole point of owning a sports team. Yes. If you're one of these rich guys, it's all a business write-off, and now you have you yes. can pay way less you don't pay taxes, taxes basically. Yeah.
0: Yes, yeah. which has been his game for a while. So yeah. this was coming. There's a reason the guy spent four hundred million dollars to buy out Madison Square Garden from the Forum. Right, Madison Square Garden owned the Forum, and when they heard that Balmer wanted to build a Clippers Arena in Inglewood, they said hell no because we just spent a lot of money renovating the Forum. Mm-hmm. And we don't want someone else coming in and like taking events from us. Mm -hmm. So he bought the forum for $400 million. Mm. So, and then he's going to build an arena for 1.8 billion, right? Mm -hmm. This guy's going to be over 2 billion in on this arena. There's only one reason you do that. And it's because you know that you are going to make more than that. That's crazy. On it. Okay. So I, have, I hope he I have, doesn't.
1: I hope he doesn't.
0: <laughs> Nobody he will. He will. He's he he will because like just the, that's how the economics work. You get to write these things off. Yeah. And he'll be you know he'll be fine. But the, the thing crazy. that I don't get is crazy just like why stuff, do you care dude. so much about Laker fans? Yeah. And why do you insist on casting us as like the the rich wealthy elite of Los Angeles?
1: I know. I know. When you're doing all this because you're the rich wealthy elite, man. Like that's a different. It's just
0: different. go look at pictures of the last championship parade. Yeah, it's not like no, I know. It's not like all celebrities on the on the sidewalks right. on Figueroa. Yeah, right. Go drive through the valley on a game day. Yeah, and you'll see like families hey, try, in minivans with yeah, the Laker flags.
1: Yeah, exactly. Hit hit. Yeah, be on the beyond the four hundred five or the one hundred one during the Lakers championship run, even this last one got lakers flags flying through traffic yeah. man yeah it's it's we're the 300 seats people that's the, you know i've sat i've sat in the the literally the back row of staples center yeah and had a great fucking time
0: and also like again the lakers by by most margin by 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 most metrics have the largest fan base right in in terms of like f- social media following and attendance and all, and all this kind of stuff right jersey sales whatever yeah do you do you think those people are all celebrities?
1: I know, right?
0: Or or like it's rich LA people? Like no, they're it's not. They're normal man. people. It's gaslighting.
1: Yeah, it's because he's he's the you know he's one of the richest. So this is people what upsets
0: me about it. This is actually yeah, my issue. Sure. It, my I issue is it. not with it. the Clippers. It is I'm with following. Steve Ballmer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's because he's come into a market that I think he doesn't understand. Uh huh. And instead of just trying to like build his own brand and and create his own thing he feels the need to try to break down the other thing to do it. And it's like, no man, what the rest of the LA sports market should tell you is that there's enough for both. Yes. And one will always be the premier. Okay. Yes. In all of those, in all of those sports examples, one of them is the premier in college basketball. It's UCLA Mm -hmm. In college football. It's Mm -hmm. USC Mm -hmm. in baseball. It's the Dodgers. Mm -hmm. Right. Right. Like in football, it's the Rams, right? Like, in, in basketball, it's the Lakers. But that doesn't mean those other teams aren't successful. It doesn't mean those yes. other teams don't yes. have fans or it's a great whatever. Point. Yes, Like, get over it. Move on. And this article that Bill Plaschke wrote about it, where he's like, Laker fans, he's coming for you. It's like, can you just retire already, man?
1: I know. I know. It's time, man. <sighs> it's time to sunset. That's a great point. Also, because I think that if you really look at Laker fans, we might have room in our heart to root for the other LA team. But you shut that room right out.
0: Yeah. hundred percent. example
1: after example. In the same way that, like, how many of us really hate the Golden State
0: Warriors? I I don't. You know?
1: Like, I I had fun during their championship runs. Yeah. Like, I understand why people hate the whole Durant thing. But, like, before Durant, did you all, like, be like, yeah, yeah, screw that team. Like, no, I mean- I, at least most of the people that I knew, no. it was like, "Hey, this is their California team." No, they're team, fun. are like, super fun. Them. Yeah, and they were—they were like a good-hearted organization. They took on Steph Curry's personality. He was a super likable guy, and it was just—it was a fun team. And like, you could have built a team like that. There was an option. Yeah. In the same way that I don't have a huge antipathy to the Angels, like no. I'm stoked that Shohei Otani is awesome.
0: Hundred percent. Yeah.
1: And so, would, like, I'll tune in. Go
0: pay to watch him play.
1: But there's no like feeling of like they're the Red Sox, or you know, it's like,
0: no. Why? Why do you have to try and
1: be uh, part of it? Part of it, though, I think, comes from Doc Rivers and this whole Celtics West thing. Probably at that, and, like, and, and at that and, crucial time. Well, and Jerry West it.
0: also, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, going yeah. on Mike, saying some nasty things about the Lakers too. I know there, there's, you know?
1: well know, I there's something just baked into the organization that's like. You come here to spite the Lakers.
0: Yeah, which I don't get. Just be your own team. And like, sure, I'm salty that they signed Kawhi when we were trying to sign him. Uh Uh-huh. Right? Like, Uh I'm salty that Paul George ended up going there instead of coming here. But I'm happy with how it worked out because we won a title and they they have not they didn't. You know? I know. And their main guy is out for a year now.
1: And they've... Honestly, I wouldn't have wanted to root for that team.
0: No. And... There's also this weird like inevitability that people have about building uh-huh. a new arena uh-huh. that, that that they, they act like it, it will somehow endow you with a championship. Yeah. So I went back and I actually looked. Cool. There is zero correlation between new arena and winning a championship. Love it. None whatsoever. Love it. So uh, the average time from getting a new arena until you make the finals is over six years.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And the average time from Getting a new arena and winning a championship is over eight years. And but but uh of every team in the league, uh like basically less than 10 since they've opened their current arenas have won NBA championships. So that's this yeah. like sense of like, oh, and they're gonna go win in this new bill. It's like, no, that has nothing to do with it. That has to do with the roster and the rest of the league and the health and whatever. Like, yeah. don't be fooled. It's a money thing for Balmer. He's the reason we don't like that team.
1: Yeah, and I don't know. Don't don't be a Lakers and Clippers fan at this point. I'm just (laughs) saying, it's not a good look.
0: It's not a good. It's not super defensible at this point.
1: Yeah, sorry, guy on the basketball podcast network (laughs) (laughs) that does that.
0: (laughs) And and also, I I do think that the um, I do think that the Chris Paul thing obviously is a part of where some of the animosity comes from. But again, of course, I don't blame the Clippers for that. No, right, right. It's not their fault that I the know. trade got blocked. They just I took know. advantage of it. Exactly. You know, so again, it's like this is where like, I don't really care about them. I don't have a problem with them. Yeah. My problem is with their ownership and with their front office and their insistence on positioning themselves against the Lakers time and time and time and time and time, and time again.
1: Streetlights over spotlights. <laughs> <laughs> I love And I casting
0: love the, us in a, in, a, in a pretty nasty way.
1: Yeah, is this elitist team that is the top defense in the league because they hustle?
0: I know how funny is that that like they tried to say they were going to be the gritty team and then we won on, on grit on yeah defense and rebounding basically
1: and then we get Russell Westbrook LA kid who's built his entire career on grit yep come at me bro like come I on I know I just I I just yeah <laughs>
0: Sorry, it's so pretty, I, yeah. I know I I'm went off you. there for a little no, 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 it's bit. Good. But it's
1: good, it's good. What, what else are we gonna talk about? Off season really grab bag, yep. that's it. That's just it. the
0: Vegas minicamp. That was that was the only thing I wanted yeah. to, to touch on. Uh, I don't know
1: anything about it. I'm just stoked that it's happening. So you know some really it?
0: funny footage actually. Like like really? someone someone got some secret footage that looked like it was being taken from like behind bleachers or something, and it was some kid who's like, The Lakers are practicing in my high school gym right now. Uh-huh. Apparently it was from under a door. Okay. Um but it showed him like just running some basic drills. But Okay,
1: cool. It was cool. cool
0: to see. And then also a whole bunch of them were at the Rams game together today.
1: Nice. That's cool.
0: So Braun and Carmelo and I think THT were there. Great. I think a couple other guys were, were spotted as well. Cool. So seems like chemistry's coming together. Love it. I think they want to maybe like I, I wonder if they do something like um remember that whole Doc Rivers bit about like putting money in the Roof of Staples Center and uh-huh. Being like, if you want this money back, you're gonna have to come win it here. Uh-huh. I wonder if they do something like that in Vegas, right? If LeBron's like, yeah, it's fun. We're starting our season here, and we're ending our season here.
1: Love it. Like, I like it. I like it. I don't know. I that's
0: hope that I hope that that he did something like that. If he should, like LeBron, it. take notes. Do it next time.
1: Put like a really nice bottle of wine in there and be like, THT. When we win the next championship, you're gonna yeah. be 21.
0: Yeah, yeah. Give <laughs> yeah. put some Screaming Eagle in there or something, and just like,
1: <laughs> yeah, I man. love it. I love it. Yeah, but yeah. I'm stoked that they're doing. It. I'm stoked that they're growing as as a family. There, it's awesome.
0: Me too. Um, okay. Any other any other fun grab bag topics?
1: Shoot, I'll think of something later. Okay, but that's it no worries.
0: Um, look, the season is upon us, man. First yeah. preseason game against the Nets. Awesome. Uh, is less than a week away on October third. So good. Hilariously, and I think no one would have expected this. Uh-huh. All the drama surrounding that game is going to be focused on the Nets, not on the Lakers. Oh, I know. <laughs> which is great for us. Um, and then our first regular season game against the Warriors is less than a month away on October 19th. So it's yeah. right around the corner.
1: That's crazy. I can't I'm wait. I'm really excited. I'm really excited. I'm excited to go on that journey with all of you. And uh, see, it's fun that we have a new roster too that we can talk about. It's going to be a good time.
0: Yep. Can't wait. Yeah.
1: I want to thank all of our followers for joining us on this final, basically final offseason pod because we're going to talk We'll talk a little bit about the preseason, a little bit kind of like our predictions and stuff like that. But this is our last little grab bag topic, right, John?
0: Yeah. Yeah. We're going to get into the, the more real stuff after this.
1: Love it. Please subscribe to our pod for that real stuff. And, and we'll and still like, make jokes was, Yeah, we're just, We'll just yeah. talk about like shit talk, the, the Clippers a little bit. Um, on the Apple podcast app, Spotify, Stitcher, wherever you get pods, check us out there. And also follow us on social media. It is at Luke Walton Laker on Twitter and at Luke Walton Talks Lakers on Instagram.
0: Luke, I, f- I figured out the toilet thing. Oh yeah, you hit me. Clipper fans are so used to there not being a line for the bathroom at their games when they were bad. There you go. They they're, they must be upset. They're Zero like, what's patience. going on? I used to not have to wait to use the toilet. When I used to root for this team. I like so it. So Balmer said, I've got you. Yes. We're doubling the toilets.
1: Number one complaint. No
0: lines for the bathrooms at Intuit Center.
1: Exactly. Exactly. They are they are not used to the LA experience of events.
0: Nope. So, there there you go folks. No lines for the bathroom. Get into it.
1: They used to, you know those little coupon books that like people would sell. Um, I don't know if other like cities and stuff like that have, have this, but like you'd like be like fundraising. You sell a yeah. book of coupons. Yeah, yeah. yeah. There's a there used to be a coupon in there for two Clippers tickets. <laughs> They're just like come to a game, please. Yeah. Like Yeah we need well, my, somebody to buy our popcorn. My proof that
0: all Laker fans are not rich is that like a lot of Laker fans would actually go to Laker away games at the yes, Clippers because yes, the tickets exactly, were cheaper. Exactly.
1: Right. And sometimes we'll go to the crappy San Diego sports arena. <laughs> I've done that. Lakers preseason I have done that. The players are slipping on the terrible yes, court. Yes,
0: I did that. I saw Kobe Bryant <laughs> play in San Diego sports arena for like two minutes of a preseason game one time. <laughs> so bad
1: <laughs> yeah not all laker fans all right jake let's 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 kick the clippers ass this season <laughs> see you luke